Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Hebrews 2, 14 and 15. Resist the murderer. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. The power of death here um, appears to be a spiritual sense. Um, Jesus does say at one time, do not fear the one who can kill the body, but the one who can kill the inner person, the spirit soul. Um, So not exactly sure the full extent of this, if uh, the enemy has uh, an ability to uh, bring physical death to people. I'm just going to say there's a mystery in this to me. Uh, We know that our days are in God's hands. Uh, We do know that Satan is called a murderer. So what level of murder does he have? Uh, Is it the power of physical death and spiritual death? Um, Not sure. It's kind of hard to get our mind completely around it. This deserves a lot more thought. We know that our days are numbered, that there is God's perfect will for us, But there's also his permissive will, and I uh, have a free choice. Um, I could do something uh, that would contribute to an early death. Maybe not God's original design. The question is, does Satan bring death early because he is the murderer? I think of uh, times that we've discerned a spirit of suicide in someone and sent it away. Um, I think of generational curses, or at least it felt like a generational curse, a pattern of early deaths in certain families. Uh, I know of towns that a stronghold was established where there was a pattern of suicides. And some people would say, well, that was just social conditioning. I wondered if there was something of the spirit world involved in that. See, earlier in this chapter, uh, There's this great declaration um, from the writer of Hebrews where he talks about Jesus uh, being seated at the right hand uh, and that everything is put underneath his feet, subjection to his feet. But then he throws out this one line in verse 8. Now in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. But then listen to this phrase. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him to him. And so this kind of fits into where the writer of Hebrews is eventually go, uh, where Jesus is seated at the right hand, everything is underneath his feet, and he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. Uh, Jesus has won the victory over death. We don't need to fear physical death. In relationship with him, we have the promise of abundant life now and eternal life. Uh, But Maybe there is a participation uh, in living into the fullness of God's perfect will for us and not his permissive will. What's my so what? I'm going to just say it right now. Uh, It's a mystery to me. I'm just thinking out loud with you about the potential elements and that if I see patterns of death around me, 
I may want to ask, is there something in uh, agreement uh, within the societal uh, structures that is inviting uh, a spirit of suicide or a spirit of death to have place in the community? My now what is not to get overwhelmed with death, but to embrace life. Um, I resist the evil one because he's a murderer. I resist the evil one because he works in destruction. But I embrace the living one, Jesus, uh, who brings life and fullness to us uh, in the everyday. And so, Lord, today, uh, give clarity in our minds where darkness has gotten afoot and even maybe bringing uh, elements of death uh, into our community and help us to be people that celebrate you uh, the life, the one who uh, flows in us and flows through us uh, to bless this world. We pray this in Jesus' name.